Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Happy Monday! It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, Colleen Lindstrom. What's up, friends? <laughs> hey, girl, hey. So good to see you, as always. It's so fun to be here. Thanks for inviting me, you guys. Hey, uh, anytime. Like the best party before noon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. All right. <laughs> uh, Jace will be back tomorrow. He is in Chicago today, so he'll tell us all about that, which will be very, very exciting. Lots of fun up this hour. Am I the ass hats next? My three-year-old said something to me that just, oh, man, crushed my heart. Oh, man. And I'm sure with your three babes, yeah. you've got a few stories over there, too, Colleen. Oh, yeah. A hotel manager did what while someone was sleeping? And some writers strike. I, God, what would you say? They're, um, I want to say side projects, but that's mm-hmm. not it. Um, yeah, some consequences of yeah. the, the strike and some different uh, realities. So uh, we will talk about all of that this hour. But first, am I the asshat? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Yeah. I thought this would be a good one, especially Colleen. You're a big believer in therapy. Yeah, so I love st- everybody go to therapy. <laughs> now. Like, like, just do it. But ASAP. <laughs> so the question is, am I the asshat for telling my sister she needs to seek therapy to help her through her struggles? Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm curious to hear this teased out. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, she writes, my sister suffered a very bad miscarriage last year. Mm-hmm. This is not her first, but it was the miscarriage that put her in the hospital for two weeks and left her unable to get pregnant again. She's always longed to be a mother, and now she knows she can never give birth to her own biological child, and it's been a lot for her. Along with that, she's been a stepmom for eight years to a 17- and 16-year-old girl, girls and a 14-year-old boy. She loves them fiercely and has grown to see them as her children, but those feelings are not reciprocated. Mm. And a few months ago, she learned that all three of her stepchildren are in, are in a therapy session talking about her. She sobbed her heart out to me and told me that she really believed that they had built up a relationship where she was now like a mother figure um, and where they wanted to be her children. But that just wasn't the case. It's pretty tragic. Her husband has tried reassuring her through assuring her that his children were most likely will likely realize that she loves them and they love her 
just give them time. But it's still very hard. She's been crying to me a lot, and she's admitted that she's been crying every day since she miscarried the last time. Mm. She told people how that, you know, adoption is an option and that she can think she thinks about how much it would be painful to her to not be a mother. She talks to me about this a lot. And so I said that therapy would be a good answer. And it was also recommended by her doctor when she was released from the hospital. Mm -hmm. But she is very against the idea. She refused any follow up calls about this as well. I told her that I love her and that I'll always talk to her, but I'm not a professional and she could get a lot of help for this. She's scared. She cried even harder. And now her husband is furious with me. (gasps) He said that therapy doesn't work for everyone and how how me suggesting therapy uh, is not good for Wait, because I don't think his kids are kind enough to love and embrace her one day in the future that he knows it's what I really think. And it's probably why I'm pushing her to accept how things are. But coming from me is one thing and coming from a professional is another. Mm-hmm. It won't help with the grief of her losses or the loss of the baby that she wants so badly. But he says it's not my place to talk to her about this, that it was his and that suggestion his and suggesting therapy is the wrong answer. Am I the wow. asshat? Okay. It takes quite a turn, doesn't it? It does take a turn. I was not expecting that twist. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071 if you have something to say about mm-hmm. this. But Colleen, go. Well, so it's interesting because um, it did take a twist. And at the same time, honestly, it didn't change how, where I was with this. Mm. Which is that it is... I have questions about how it was presented, right? Like, yeah, it is, it is, you know, it, there are two ways that you can go about presenting the option of therapy to a person. And one of them is to say, you need therapy. Well, that kind of, that rubs the wrong way. That would be super, that then you would be the asshat if you were just like, you need therapy. Like, I don't want to hear this. Or dismissive. Yeah, that can be dismissive. And also, it doesn't really get to the root of the problem. But it sounds to me, from the way this person wrote, as though they were really genuinely concerned about the well-being of their... It's their sister, Sister. right? Yep, it's their sister. Yeah, their sister. And um, honestly, like, I think... It's a little if like there's any assiness in this, it's like from the husband, because that's their family, too. Like the sisters are family. And so she she out of concern is can express anything. You know, it's not his place more than her place in that regard. And it's true. Therapy doesn't work for all people. But also therapy isn't just all like there are there is not there are many different types of therapy. Yes. So to say therapy doesn't work is kind of a misnomer. There are many different methods to therapy and you get to like, it's like going to a hairdresser. You try it out. Yeah. Like date, date them for a while. See what happens. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean therapy doesn't work. It just meant that particular relationship doesn't work. So anyway, I'm going to say she's not an asshat in conclusion. Thank you for playing. Being a sister and your intentions make a difference. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan's on the line. Let's uh Ask him. Good morning, Good morning Jonathan. Gal, pals. How are <laughs> Hi, we Jonathan. We are great. Is she the asshat for suggesting therapy? Okay, first off, I think all three are the jerks or the asshats because 
you can't suggest therapy to somebody that doesn't want to receive the help, number one. Mm. And number two, they need to leave her alone and let her figure it out on what she needs for herself. If it's a continuum, it sounds like it could be postpartum depression or um, miscarriage depression. So Mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting topic of conversation. But when somebody is in the deep thralls of depression, nobody's going to listen to you. And you have to figure it out for yourself. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. We love you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just have have to say I love you. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan. That's a good point. This is such a hard situation. Yeah. Well, and then at the same time, you know what? So ultimately, I think that this person is not the asshat. Mm -hmm. In as much as it seems like... The suggestion to go to therapy was offered in good faith in as much as the person offering understands their limitations yeah. on how much they can offer support. Yeah, it's you also know, like boundary setting on their e- part. Exactly, yeah. Colleen. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hearing from this Am I the Asshat is like, I have to create this boundary because I know that I can't support you in a way that perhaps is going to move you in a direction of healing. Right. And, and then here's it, a possible solution. Yeah. And here's a possible solution to that because you all, you have to protect yourself energetically in mm-hmm. these situations as the well. Preach. Right. Especially when you're like, I'm here for you. Um, but at some point, sometimes these conversations just become the same thing over and over again, which right. happy to keep going. But if it's really the same thing, maybe, yeah, it's all, oh, yes. it's so hard. It really is. Well, and it's sort of, I think what I heard Jonathan kind of pointing toward, which is like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Like, that's the truth. Like, yes. you can say to somebody, I I don't know if I can support you in the way that you need to be supported right now. Here's mm-hmm. another option. But you can't, like, that person does need to be the person who brings themselves into that situation. It's true. If that's well. what they're going to do. But I, what Holly said, you know, this was a person setting boundaries and saying, like, I can't. I care about you and I see the pain you're in and I can't fix it. And I can't, I, this is beyond the scope of my um, expertise and also of our relationship Absolutely. and to set that boundary and to make another suggestion. I don't really see her as an asshat. And it also matters too, that they, um, gosh, you know, you wonder, yes, their family, cause they're sisters, they grew up together, but she has her family with her husband and stepchildren. Mm-hmm. Where does the influence come from? If she's so adamant about no, was she open to this in the future, like in the past? And, but now maybe hit because he's so strongly right. against it. You, you do wonder about that too. But oh, hey, we've got another caller, Amy. Yeah, she's going to give us the last word on Let's this. Let's do it. Good morning, I guess I Amy. I was agreeing with Alexis that, you know, um, you need. The sister needs to say something because her sister is depressed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're depressed, you're just lost, and yeah. you need the answer. And if your husband is saying, you don't need help, and it's all going to work out, and she's lost, she's scared, mm-hmm. and so she needs the answer. So she needs to be not just go to the well, but she needs to be told where the well is. True. So, oh, that's so that, well said. Oh, I just got chills when you yeah. said that, Amy. It's the, That's the truth right there. Wow, thank you so much. I think you're right. That's a great way to end the conversation. Yeah. Right on. Man. Well, we'll have another Am I the Ass Hat on Wednesday, as we do. We find love on Tuesdays so and Thursdays. So many ass hats in the world. There really are. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> and sometimes we are, aren't we? Mm. Oh, man. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
It's Dirt Alert time. Holly Roberts, what you got? doing over the weekend? Maybe you were going to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, kicking off summer movie season. A respectable $114 million at the box office in its debut weekend. Ooh. Yeah, now, couldn't beat the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, that's the biggest opening weekend of the year so far. That movie just crossed the half billion dollar no big mark. Deal. Whoa! In North America alone, mm. so people are going to see this movie. Yeah. No, oh. people are loving it. Yeah, I heard it's really good. Look, it's ninety minutes. I mean, oh, yeah. What, what's 90, not to love? Oh. It is ninety <laughs> minutes. You can get to the bottom of that bucket of popcorn. You don't even need the free refill. You're good to go. <laughs> you get ninety minutes. Easy. Oh, oh wow. Holly, you saw that though, right? You saw no. that. You didn't see the Mar- Super Mario Brothers movie? No. I'm I have I have no interest. I am. Shocked. I have less than zero. Why are you shocked? I don't know. I thought like no. you know you like that retro Mario you know vibe. I, I like retro Mario, but I'm not. You gonna, don't need to see the movie I version. I don't need to see the movie version. That's something that like hey, if I was on anti duty and the kids wanted yeah. to go and see it, Perfect. I would. I would happily right indulge in that. But I don't need to see Chris Pratt as Mario. Well, yeah, that that's There's the that thing. Too. It's the Chris Pratt factor. It, well, I mean, he's you know tops at the box office he's mario he's star lord and wow. guardians of the galaxy oh. so he's having himself a nice Jurassic little Park. monday morning he yeah. really is yeah. he really is he's counting his money he is. <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah excellent uh-huh. uh also over the weekend you know king charles his coronation ceremony today is a bank holiday in the uk so people are kick, uh, kicking back and relaxing mm. oh uh, nice charles uh, made us a press appearance on american idol last night I, this is so weird. I this is so weird. Well, they I mean, zoom him in, or yeah, basically, Katy oh. Perry, Lionel Richie. You know, they're they're not doing their hosting duties on American Idol because mm-hmm. they performed at the coronation concert, and uh, yeah. So there's Charles and Camilla on I, American Idol. Like I thought I was joking when I note made note of that. The first, like we all, I mean, everybody who's in the know, who's paying attention, is thinking like, "Oh, that's interesting." The basically like two thirds of the American Idol panel is performing. Like, oh, that's an opportunity for synergy. But I, I, I didn't think it would actually happen. Right. And- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And when it's right there, you're like, oh. It actually happened. Okay. It totally happened. It happened. So Lionel Richie <laughs> and Katy Perry, they did a cute little pre-taped package for last night's episode of American Idol. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. It's- you know what? But it's 2023 and things are getting real weird. It is uh, weird around here, y'all. <laughs> it it is. is really weird around here. And, you know, the reviews are in for the Coronation concert that aired on the BBC last night. And, you know... Middling Meh. at best. It was fine. Yeah. Well, a lot of folks turned down the opportunity to perform at this concert, including Adele, Ed Sheeran, and Harry Styles. They reportedly oh, declined like the invitation. actual Brits. The yeah. Br- that's surprising. But the actual Brits declined to, to perform. Yeah. Now, there were British people who performed at this concert, but the big names 
all took a pass, allegedly, at performing at this concert. Yeah, wasn't huh. Elton John allegedly invited as well? Yeah, which that's ballsy to go to Elton John, who wrote an entire song. Or rewrote an entire song about Diana because they were like besties. Well, I was going to say Elton John is also very close with Prince Harry. Yeah. And Meghan Markle. Yeah. So there's that whole relationship. Oh, yeah. And, you know, speaking of the coronation, Harry did fly in. Yep. He popped in. He sat down. Then he got the heck out of there. Yeah, because it was his kid's birthday. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't. I I, Listen, I could go deep on all of this, and I'm going to resist the urge. I wonder if it, yeah, they, they, well, you can go a little bit, Colleen. But I mean, no, I mean, no, my thing is like, I, I it's the whole piece of like, everybody's trying to paint Meghan Markle as though she's, oh. you know, so evil because she didn't come to this. They, first of all, you know, they didn't want her, right? Like oh, right. the royal family was like, nah, stay away. You're good. But also she, the reason she stayed home was because it was Archie's birthday. Yes. Hey, King. King, you get to pick. There's all these days of yep. the year that you can pick to have your coronation on. Maybe give a little space between your grandson's birthday. Well, yeah. I don't think that they're going to move yeah. British history for a child's oh, do they birthday. Always do, no, do they always do the coronation on the same? No, not necessarily. But what I'm saying is well, that this like is more like than 70 thousands, years. Yeah, this has been thousands of like this goes back oh. hundreds and hundreds of years, and that Charles is not going to be rearranging British history I mean, for a child's birthday. I'm just going to rearrange his okay. wife's title. I'm yeah. not saying, I'm just saying. No, I'm, just, I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. But at the same time, look, you get to protect your own happiness if yes, you don't want to participate true. in an extended family ceremony and you're like, look, you you go and rep that, that's fantastic. I send you, you know, send love with you and protection and all of that and then come back when you're ready. Yes, which was like immediately after. Yeah. Yep. It's probably going to, um, if she did go, there would be so many different stories uh, that would, you know, take the spotlight away from the coronation. It would be a distraction. Were her her cuticles on point? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) right. It's going to be obscurity. And then why, why put yourself in that negative space when you can be in a celebratory space where you can be having, you know, celebrating the love of your family in that way and having that birthday party. There was really only one person's cuticles I had my eyes on. Sausage fingers. (laughs) Charles. The king. That's right. I'm sure he got a lovely manicure. Yes. For the coronation, because he knew. Yeah. All eyes on my fingers. Oh, Oh, boy. Is that the subtitle of his memoir? Yes. All eyes on my fingers. (laughs) King Charles, all eyes on my fingers. What it was like. The sausage finger king. The sausage finger king. Oh, my God. He has been waiting for this moment for decades, and now finally his ascension to the throne is complete. So, yes, that happened. Uh, Something else that happened, the MTV Movie and TV Awards happened last night as scheduled. Now, host Drew Barrymore, she stepped away in solidarity with the Writers Guild strike, but uh, folks did win awards. Best movie went to Scream 6. The best show, The Last of Us. So good. Oh, yes. And uh, Tom Cruise won for his performance in Top Gun Maverick. He accepted that award while flying a plane because that's what he does now. I mean, it's so weird. Yeah, he's probably going to, you know, go to pick up the dry cleaner in an airplane. Right. You know, <laughs> you know. He, he, goes, he, he pulls down a bucket and they put the, the laundry in. Yeah. And- 
Yeah, he's just flying his fighter pilot. Yeah, he goes. Fighter uh, jet. He goes through the drive-through, picks up his hamburger in a fighter jet. <laughs> he's so weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, why oh, can't you walk? of a caricature of himself. Uh, why can't you walk? Holly, <laughs> write that down. Yeah. Is he a hologram at this point? Are we holograms? I don't know. Why Maybe. can't he walk? Yeah. Why can't? Oh, thank you, Holly. When we come back, my three-year-old said something to me over the weekend. Oh, oh man, it's just kids say the darndest things, and they break your heart at the same time. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Chase from Nutrisource, the official dog food of our boys, Dexter and Mr. Big. As our boys get older, you know, Dex is uh, getting up there. My boy is uh, turning 10 this month. I'm just very grateful that he's had a foundation of health based on his diet. Diet is so important, and Dexter has eaten Nutrisource since he was a kid. Uh, thanks to Katie K9, he's a Nutrisource dog through and through. And Nutrisource has such a variety of products that every step of the dog's life, Nutrisource is there. Puppy formula, large breed formula, grain-free, grain-inclusive, wet formulas. That's right, they even brought back select uh, dog cans. Wet recipes your dogs will love, backed by popular demand. Kombucha, bone broth food topper that you pour over your dog's food if they get picky. That's right. Nutrisource is there for your dog. Find a retailer near you at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. Alexis, Holly, and Colleen Lindstrom with you this hey, morning. Friends. Yay! Yay! Thanks, Colleen. Thank you for inviting me, you guys. I always have fun when I'm here. Oh, well, thank you for accepting. I mean, Monday morning. Again, I, like, yeah. I like to tell people yeah. I wasn't doing anything else <laughs> between the hours of six and nine. True. So, yes. Expressing uh, gratitude yes. that yes. you would want to join us. Oh, it's always so, yeah. a party. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, Jason will be back tomorrow. He is in Chicago today. So, sure. Lots of fun Chicago land stories when he comes back. I got to tell you about my three-year-old on Friday. You know, he is obsessed with superheroes. Yes. He loves Spider-Man. He loves Captain America. Those are kind of the two top two. Yeah. And then all the other ones, of course, too. So, uh, you know, we're just playing. Mm -hmm. And he turns to me and says that um, he is Captain America. I was like, oh, oh okay. that's awesome. Good awesome. for you. We're going to role play. Uh, all right. You're Captain America. Awesome. <laughs> oh. I was like, who's Poppy? He says, oh, he's Hulk. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, so on hell, of course, right away goes, oh, Hulk yeah. smash. Urgh, you know, ripped a shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, obviously. Oh, I would love if he did that. <laughs> hey. I'd be like, oh. oh, sorry. I didn't mean to play oh. into the family. We're not ripping shirts oh. these days, but dang. <laughs> if he did that. Hello, daddy. <laughs> Um. Anyway, I like that. Okay, I'm going to tell him that when he's Hulk, he signed Hulk again. And then I go, and so I'm getting excited. Like, these are good superheroes. This like, is so good. This is right. awesome. And he even picked superheroes for our dogs, our labs. Oh. Packy was Iron Man. Oh. And, and Ricky um, was Ant-Man. Oh, can't beat those. So I'm like, ooh, what, who's left? I'm thinking, ooh, yeah. this is going to be good. I'm like, okay, mommy's turn. Who am I? And he looked at me. Seriously, and says, "Your Doc Ock." I'm gonna need a translator. Oh, honey. Oh, Alexis. Doc Ock is a villain. Oh, yeah. played. Oh no, we got no. Played by the wonderful character actor Alfred Molina in yes. Spider-Man Two. Two. Yes. And then 
Well, now maybe you're thinking <laughs> Doc Ock in Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. No, I'm definitely going to Spider-Man too. Okay. <laughs> no, because that those are the movies that he watches all the time. He likes the oh, Tony Maguire to- Toby Maguire. Um I tried to have him watch the Andrew um Garfield version, but they, he doesn't get it's kind of more origin story, so oh, he doesn't sure. get to being Spider-Man right away and so he's a little bit like Yeah, he's like Who is this guy? Boring. I don't care. Get me the Spider-Man. He's like I need to watch this at 1.5. I'm going to listen to Colleen. Thank Winston. you. <laughs> <laughs> so Same time. But into the universe he likes too. It's just he's definitely thinking of Spider-Man 2, the movie. And then Spidey and his amazing friends Doc Ock is actually a, a woman. Oh, yes. They, they switch genders and they do a whole bunch of different things. And look, she's smart. You know, she's always up to something. Mm-hmm. But she's a villain. But she's a villain. And so oh. he says this. And I'm like, I was like, surely you're not serious. I go, no, 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 no. Like, really? Who is mommy? Who is mommy? <laughs> no, but really? Like, I, you know, <laughs> have you met me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm actually a real life superhero. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hello. Okay. Can I? I pushed you out of my vagine. I, like, that, do you that, know? It, nothing is more heroic than that, child. Child. The ultimate superhero power. Okay, I have a question. Hey, yeah. I have a choose your own adventure here for okay. you, Alexis. Yes, I'd love this. Do you want me to flip this around in a more palatable way for you? Or do you want me to just pile on with the offense? Because I'm offended on your behalf. Yeah, if you. want you. me to oh, be. I, you know what? You, I, oh, I, I guess... What was your first instinct? My first was instinct to- was to say, <laughs> I can see how you'd be offended by that, but I actually see it as a beautiful compliment. Oh, really? He sees his mother as a magical, magical, uh, versatile, whole human being. And every story needs a villain. And he knew that you, mom, because you wear so many hats. Ah, and have so would, many arms. You would be able to, yes. Just to give you an idea, oh Colleen. Oh my gosh. With the magical yes. tentacles. That you would be able to pl- be this character in this magical world that he wanted to inhabit. He's like, my mom <laughs> is amazing. Keep rolling with She it. can do this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Listen, that's actually a trick I use in life. Yeah, just flip it around. children will make you feel like crap. Oh, they know how to read. They do. They know oh. how to read. And you have to be responsible for making yourself feel better in those situations <laughs> because it does not stop. Oh, my gosh. And through it all, you have to love that child who just made you feel like scum of the earth. So this is like a technique that yeah. I have put on for a long time where I'm like, like for example, when my... Thank you, six, Colleen. Yeah, you're welcome. Ooh. When my 16-year-old was about five, he said to me, <laughs> Mom, no offense, but I think I'm probably smarter than you are. He's five. <laughs> oh, re- red. And I red. was like, I am not going to disagree with you. Oh. I actually think that could be possible. <laughs> What was your actual response? I think I said, you're incredibly smart. That is true. Oh, And I just left it at that. Oh, that's so good. And I licked like, my wounds elsewhere. I just yeah. went to another room and I was like, you're not as smart as your five-year-old. But, you know. <laughs> you cry later. Oh, but the truth is now that he's 16, I frequently say this at my house because he knows everything. He is, right? Okay. Well, and I mean, I mean this like facetiously like any 16-year-old knows oh. everything. Like they truly believe that they, they believe that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I I know everything and I always say to him, is it a burden to truly know and to be right about ev- I mean, 
That's got to be a lot to carry did, around. Did you ever watch Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when Kate Blanchett knew everything? That's <laughs> my favorite thing. Holly can pull these things out of... I love it. Indiana Jones references. She disintegrated. Yes. Spoiler alert. She did. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to tell him that. Oh. But I, I literally will... I like make it a joke in the house. Like, I must be a burden. I'm so sorry you have to carry that knowledge yes. of everything. Ooh, does he get it sarcasm or is he or yeah, starting he, to? He fully gets it. Oh, he's like, okay. yeah, he's whatever. smart enough for that. Yeah, he's smart enough for that. Whatever, Listen, Mom, when he was five, he told me he's smarter. So, <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. He's oh. only three and he's saying this stuff. And you're right. I, I just, I, today, even now, other things that he said, just the eye roll, even nonverbal oh. things, you're just like, wow, an adult can say anything to me now. And it's I so just true. really don't care. I have, your skin gets immediately thin. Thicker yeah. when you have young children. So let me ask you this: What did you do? Next? Like, did you own the role? Did I, you just role play the crap out of Doc Ock? Were you like the dockest Ock there ever was? You know what? I kind of killed it. Yeah, uh, kind of killed it. I am not surprised. I put a trench coat on. You're yeah. like, fine. I will own that. I was like, fine. I'm going to be the. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the villainiest villain you ever villained. There you go. So there I'm you go. I'm going to give you nightmares. Kid. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Watch this go into my spine. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, but I guess every story needs of every story needs a villain, right? It's true. This is what I'm saying. You so, were the essential component. But I did lean in. But I did feel like like you like you said. Yeah. And then I wondered, you know, do I sh- do you show emotion in front of your child like that? Because look how ridiculous is that? He picked me to play yeah. a fictional villain, and. I I got some feelings about it. I recognize it. I yeah. did lean into it, and mm-hmm. I played yeah my best Doc Ock ever. Yeah, but you know at some point you know I still my mom tells a story when I was four. Yeah, she was making a strawberry shortcake cake and had seven different shades of pink frosting, my and gosh. she told me before my birthday party that I needed to take a nap. And I did not want to nap. Mm-hmm. I told her she wasn't my friend and that she's not coming to my party. This is the party she was <laughs> putting on for me. With her seven shades of pink frosting. Yes. And let me tell you, I've had to live up to that. Yes. I am You've been like paying, ten ba- times paying her back. Yes. I mean, it's still a story yes. that circulates. Right. And because kids will read you. <laughs> they will. <laughs> and she told me afterward that... Now, it's four, I don't really remember everything, but that she was like so incredibly hurt yeah. and and cried, yeah. you know, in the other room. But is there value in just saying, wow, that hurt my feelings? Yeah. And then just breaking down in front of them. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, you got to pick. It's like everything. You, you got to pick your battles. Yeah, this wasn't worth it. But yeah. I would say you probably did do a number on your mom when she was working on that. Strategy. Oh, I know. But yes. we all did that, right? Like kids are, I'm going to say it. Kids are kind of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> they just are, you yes. know, because they haven't learned to do that thing that you do as an adult where you're like, I really don't like anything about this situation, but I'm going to smile through it. Like they don't do that. Yeah, They just tell you what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So. True. And and I also appreciate the blunt honesty too. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay, wow. I, your I situation, I choose to see as a compliment. Yeah, okay. He thought you really could own that role, and you did. Yeah, and he thought like at, he needs his mom. Every story needs a villain. Oh, 
Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do. I, you know, I really, I really he like where you're going with that. storytelling. Yes. <laughs> yes, we celebrate that. We can't all be on the same yes. team. Okay. You, thank you, guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you feel good? I do. Good. Yeah, yeah. Kids do say the funniest things. Yeah. So if you have any that you would like to share, please tweet us. Yeah. At Lex and the Cities, at Holly D. Roberts, and at... My you... Talk Colleen, I still haven't changed it. Okay, I was wondering, did you change it or not? Okay, My Talk Colleen. When we come back, uh, guest at a hotel, woke up to a manager doing something, and OMG. Oof. We'll talk about it next. Hey, everybody, run to Red because it's Friday. It's beautiful outside. You deserve a happy hour. So get to downtown early if you're going to an event, maybe a game, maybe a theater. Maybe you're seeing Hamilton before it wraps up. Get to Red Rabbit. They have such an amazing happy hour. Two to five, great deals. There are two pizzas on the happy hour menu. Oysters, fried ravioli, great deals on wine, specialty cocktails created by one of the Obi-Wan Kenobi of cocktails. Ian Lothar is there. Ian, oh my gosh, creates the best cocktails. So run to Happy Hour at Red Rabbit. Now, if you miss Happy Hour, don't worry. Head to Red, Red Rabbit or Red Cow afterwards and enjoy my favorite cocktail, the Espresso Martini. It is so fantastic at Red. So this weekend, grab the family, grab the friends, and run to Red. Okay, put your breakfast down. I'm just giving fair warning right now because we're going to something that's totally gross. Oh, fun! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! But I love I'm just thinking. Imagine this happens to you. What would you do? Uh-oh. Oh, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis, Holly, and Colleen Lindstrom. Hi, friends. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. It's almost over. Can you believe it? No, it goes by very fast. Well, thanks Mm -hmm. for hanging out with us, Colleen. Oh, you guys, thanks for waking me up. Yeah. I will say, you don't really wake all the way up until the 8 o'clock hour, so it really does go very fast. (laughs) Right. Here we are. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's head to Tennessee. We just checked into a hotel. We had some problems with our TV earlier, okay. and the manager came to fix that, and all is well. Okay. We watch our show. We go to bed. It's 5 in the morning, and you're woken up by, like, something on your toe. Like, what is going on? And then you look down, and it's the same guy, the manager, that came to fix your TV uh-huh. is sucking on no. your toe. I was afraid those were the words you were going to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah this happened you guys <laughs> i'm gonna need you to not do that is that what you say <laughs> i'm gonna need you to i don't know i don't know like i truly don't know what my reaction would be i want to know what this person did next the instinct would be to kick right well yeah because that's that's the kicker because you're <laughs> i mean you're in the kicking area right it's like what are you doing, guy? Oh and then to gosh. recognize that that was him. So, I, yeah, he woke up and immediately confronted him, more just screaming and not really anything physical. Of course, he called the police. They came. And this manager says that he entered the room because he smelled smoke and wanted to make sure that the guest was okay. And traditionally, when you smell smoke uh, and you want to make sure somebody's okay, you naturally suck on their toe. <laughs> Where was the fire, dude? <laughs> or pants. you knock on the door. In his pants. 
I, if I have to be the one to say it. Thank you. <laughs> exactly, Holly. Exactly. Oh, so disgusting. Oh, gosh. That is so foul. The, the Nashville police came, and here's what he did. He Because he's a manager, he made a key to the room. Oh, gross. And let himself in at five. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Of yeah, course you're gonna I, wake this, the guy up. You think he's just gonna be passed out? This and you're is like, where oh. you say to a person, like, help me understand. Like, let's play the tape all the way through. Like, what were you hoping the outcome of this would be? Just art for argument's sake. Like, how many people in the world would welcome a stranger toe sucking? Oh. I'm gonna go with zero. Yeah, unless he felt like when he was fixing his TV, he gave him like toe sucking vibes. Maybe <laughs> or like some googly eye, like no. Hey. Hey. Or you saw some like or maybe pairs he was just of socks walking around barefoot, and I'm just saying. Oh, sometimes it, yeah, you just saw a glimpse of the big yeah, toe, and, and he thought, was like, oh, oh, that's the kind of big toe. I need that toe in my life. <laughs> Gross. Uh, don't worry, though. He's been arrested, aggravated, yeah, burglary, good. and assaults. He is currently jailed on a $27,000 bond. So he won't be doing this to anyone else. Well, and it better be on his record. And if he tries to apply for another hotel manager position, I would certainly hope they would conclude that he is not fit for duty. <laughs> yes. Let's you, uh, see. You have 10 years of experience managing this hotel. Uh-huh. That's You've been nice. a property manager for five. And, nice. oh, you have sucked a toe. Okay. What? Okay. Looks like of we're going to move on to the next candidate. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I feel like there are other opportunities for this individual for employment in the toe-sucking world. Yes, was Holly. Yes. Thinking. He's now the toe-sucking manager. Yes. He could lean into that. And start offering a service. It's called the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's called OnlyFans. Only, yeah. OnlyFans. I mean, there's something for everybody. I, I think I, 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 this is the place where I rest. No, I don't rest. But like, this is what I think about is honest to God. Like, what is I, if this happened to me? Oh, yeah. How, really, truly, how would I react? What would you do? You'd kick. Oh, right. And stretch and then kick again. I mean, keep kicking. I just can't even imagine the feeling. No, I'm out now. Bye. Especially I've raptured myself. Yeah, bye. It's like, take us with you, Colleen. I can't. I cannot. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I've had some weird things happen in hotels, but never, ever, ever have I awoken to somebody nursing from my toe. (laughs) No. You've walked into rooms before, and you're oh, like, yeah. uh, oh, somebody's already checked in here. Yep. I mean, it was like room. the one time I was driving across the country, and I had to stop in Scottsdale, Arizona, Ooh. and I was exhausted. And then I checked into the room, I put down my stuff, and I went to the bathroom, and I'm like, well, somebody's already been here. Yeah. What was the indication? Occupado. Occupado. But I'm just going to... What did you see in there? Well... Evidence. Yep. And oh. I was too tired to do anything about it. I was like, well. Oh, oh, was yeah. it like a flush, flushing situation? Uh, yeah, you know. Or lack yeah. of. Yeah. Or lack you know, of flushing. Like right. leaving a signature. Yeah. And you're just like. Just a, little, <laughs> uh-huh. a little afterburn. Yeah, a little afterburn. It was like. 
just like sometimes you're just too tired. Yeah, you're like, I don't have yeah, it. Yeah, but me. I will tell yes. you that if someone's oh. a stranger is sucking on my toe, I will not be too tired to kick That's them in the face. That's true. That oh, is factual. Also, so can I just say, let, let this be a lesson to everybody. You got to put that little, uh, you know, that little thingy dingy, the thing that. Oh, yeah. You got to put, you got to close that thing oh, and do the, the extra chain. super lock. Yeah. Yes. You oh got to do that because you don't know when there's a manager that wants to suck your toe. Mm-hmm. Just always be thinking hey, about that. Summer travel tips from Colleen. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. There's a PSA we're ending a show with. Lock yourself in your room. Extra lock. Lock, 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 lock. Because that manager wants your toe. <laughs> uh, parting thoughts. All right. Yeah, you be you. Unless... You do that. You know. Unless you suck strangers' toes. Yeah. Without yes. their consent. Consent is important. That is the truth. That's true. Uh, so you be you. Thank you, Colleen. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great day, everyone. We love you so much. Donna and Steve Experience next.